real truth daily. This is Daily Truths with Dave Alman. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Daily Truths. I've been talking about the last couple of days about divorce. It's not an easy subject, but since the Word of God talks about it, I need to talk about it too. So this is what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 19, verse 6. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. We talked about that yesterday. And then the Pharisees said to him, why then did Moses command one to give a certificate of divorce and then to send her away? This is out of the book of Deuteronomy. And indeed, the Lord permitted divorces to happen. But here's the thing. Moses never commanded someone to give a wife a certificate of divorce. And by the way, the certificate made it much more difficult to get a divorce than just saying to one's wife, hey, you're out of here. I don't like the fact that you burnt the toast or whatever. A certificate of divorce, according to Moses, made it more difficult because it had to be run through a court of law, verified and validated before it happened. But here, the Pharisees, again, are trying to trap Jesus by saying, why did Moses command that a certificate of divorce ought to be given? Now, notice Jesus' response here. He said to them, because of your hardness of heart, Moses permitted or allowed you to divorce your wives. Now, what's Jesus saying there? Out of the hardness of one's heart, meaning a heart that's filled with deceit, with lust, with selfishness, with greed, with selfish intentions, yes, out of the greed and selfishness and hardness of heart, one oftentimes would carry out divorce, and Moses permitted it. However, listen to this, but this was not the way it was from the beginning. In other words, when God instituted marriage through Adam and Eve, his desire, his intention is that a man and a woman would remain committed their entire life. However, because of the sinfulness of all of us and because of the hardness of heart, the selfishness, the greed, the lust, the selfish intentions, people oftentimes get a divorce. Let me tell you a story about a lady that I visited with recently. She was married some 60 years ago to a man who, after they got married, she discovered that she had found him unfaithful, to be unfaithful up to 15 times in their first year of marriage. Guess what? The trust was compromised and she ended up divorcing him. That's a biblical divorce. She ended up marrying another man who at first was just fine, but then he got physically abusive, right? And after a while of tolerating it so long, she could tolerate it no longer and she ended up getting a divorce in both situations. Those are what I would call biblical reasons for divorce. So in the case of abuse, neglect, abandonment, adultery, one can surely and certainly procure a divorce. However, ultimately, God's will is that couples stay together. Now, you're probably thinking, well, Pastor Dave, what if a person is in an abusive relationship? Are you staying? They need to stay there and tolerate it and take it? Not at all. In those kind of situations, they have to do the right thing, which is to protect themselves and be safe. All right. So, what does it mean then to have a marriage that is built on trust? It means to put away hardness of heart, selfishness, lust, selfish intentions, greed, and all these different things, to put them to death and to live in marriage with these three words. And again, I'm identifying three different ways in which we love one another. First of all, 
The obvious way is to love each other from the heart. That means to overlook faults, shortcomings, weaknesses, to not focus on that, but to focus on one's strengths and encourage that out of each other. That's the way we demonstrate, articulate, and show love in a marriage. Secondly, to be sacrificial in that relationship. That means, listen to this, to put the other person's needs first. I've done so much marital counseling down through the years with people where they were so selfish and they'd come into my office and they'd say, he or she doesn't meet my needs. It was all about them. And so you put the needs of your mate ahead of your own. This is what Paul said in the book of Ephesians, to consider others' needs more important than your own. No better place for that to be displayed than in marriage. So love, sacrifice, and finally service. In premarital counseling, I would tell people, try to outserve one another. Wake up in the morning with the ability and the attitude to say, how can I serve you today? Not, how are you going to serve me today? How are you going to meet my needs today? Rather, how can I serve you today? So in this short video, we've covered a lot of ground, right? And I hope this is helpful. I hope this is encouraging. And again, if you've been married for a long time and you have what many would consider a successful marriage, pass this on to your kids or grandkids. They probably need to hear what I have to say as well. Not from my heart, but from the heart of the word of God. Have a great day in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is today's Daily Truth. Thank you for tuning in to Daily Truths with Dave Allman. Pastor Dave Allman is the pastor of Mount Hope Church in Boulder, Colorado. If you feel led, would you consider giving to this ministry? Your tax-deductible donation helps us continue sharing the gospel with as many people as possible. Simply click the link in the description below. So come back tomorrow for your next Daily Truth.